The false negativity um, rate is approximately 30% or one in three, which is quite high. Um, that's why it's very important for anyone administering um, tests, whether it's the antigen test or the PCR test, to also adequately inform and, and educate the patients on whom you are doing the tests that there is the chance of a false negative, that they should consider themselves being as potentially having COVID um, and that they so, should still behave in an appropriate manner. Um, you know, the patient who presents to an emergency center in a hospital and who is sick with a suggestive COVID picture is managed as what we call a person under investigation or a PUI. They would um, be isolated with other PUI um, and likely COVID patients. And even if their test result is negative, but they have a suggestive clinical picture, which apart from the way they present also includes um, suggestive blood results and the typical x-rays, then they would be managed as having COVID until proven elsewise. And one would likely do a second or a third um, follow-up test in hospital. In terms of patients presenting to community clinics or practices for testing, um, it's very, very important that whoever is referring them for a test and whoever is giving them their test results afterwards gives them the appropriate information. In other words, to say, you know what, you've had a high-risk exposure. Your wife is positive. Your mother is positive. You've had continued contact with them um, and you have mild COVID symptoms. Um, despite your result being negative, you should consider that you are likely to have it and therefore remain isolated at least as long as you have symptoms, but ideally for a full 10 days after, um, after your onset of symptoms. And even when you do resume going back to your workplace, it stays important to, to keep masking up and keep that one and a half meter distance from others, just because we don't exactly know precisely on which day you stop being infective to others. So for people who've had mild disease, the average seems to be somewhere between 9 and 12 days post um, the onset of symptoms. And people with more severe disease, and this is based on the fact that they um, were likely to have had a higher viral load present for a longer time, we take it as approximately 10 days after they became clinically stabilized um, in hospitalized patients that, that translates into 10 days off oxygen. Um, but again, those are average days. So, you know, you could have... Um, you could still be infective day 11, day 12 after the onset of your symptoms. I might no longer be infective after day 9. We take it as an average and that is what the guidelines are based on. But that's why we still caution people to continue masking and continue practicing physical distancing even after they are considered safe to de-isolate. Um, the other thing is apart from protecting others from infection, it's also um, to protect the person with likely COVID or with proven COVID because we don't know whether your, you know, your immune system has taken a knock as you would after any other major um, viral or bacterial infection and whether you are um, more susceptible to other new infections in the weeks after you were initially tested, um, you know, 
after you were initially sick with COVID. So masking up and practicing distancing um, in the period beyond um, isolation with, with COVID is both to protect others, but also to protect yourself.